Hello and welcome to Work It Out, the employment Q&A series, where partners in our employment practice answer a series of questions on some of the most topical and challenging people issues. I'm Laurie Ollivant, Senior Associate in the Employment Team, and in today's episode I'll be asking Sinead Casey a series of questions about the use of WhatsApp messages at work. Hello everyone. Now, I'm confident that everyone listening will be familiar with WhatsApp to some degree, and there are, of course, other instant messaging tools out there. But today we're talking about the issues employers need to consider if WhatsApp or other instant messaging tools are being used in a work context, either by employees in performing their roles or in a personal or private context, but on a work device or in a work-related setting. So Sinead, first question, why are we talking about this and why is it an area that employers should be thinking about? There are a number of issues to consider. It's a topic which is increasingly coming up in different employment and HR work streams, from grievance, disciplinary processes, to whistleblowing and other workplace investigations. Um, As we know, WhatsApp and other instant messaging tools are hugely popular ways for people to communicate in a personal and increasingly now in a professional setting. Use further increased during the pandemic and it's remained popular in a hybrid working world, particularly with younger generations of workers. We're often asked if an employer has a right to access and rely on WhatsApp messages, often in the context of a conduct issue or a workplace investigation, and that typically raises two issues to consider. First, practically, is it even possible to access copies of the messages, given they're subject to encryption and held on a device? Uh, Second, is that access lawful, considering the employee's right to privacy and data protection and the general employment issues to consider? In addition, due to the instant nature of WhatsApp and similar messaging tools, they're often less formal than email, and that can and often does lead to other issues with professional standards of conduct around appropriate communication styles with colleagues and third parties. Importantly, the overall approach varies greatly depending on the circumstances, including who owns the phone containing the WhatsApp messages, the extent to which WhatsApp is used for business communications, and the employer's relevant policies. Finally, just to add for completeness, we're only considering here the position under English law. The position in other jurisdictions is different, and for example, the rules on accessing these messages are much more restrictive in some EU jurisdictions. So, as an employment lawyer, where are you seeing these issues crop up, and what types of issues are clients raising about the use of WhatsApp messages at work? These issues are increasingly cropping up in the context of workplace investigations, whether that's as part of a grievance or disciplinary process or a whistleblowing or workplace conduct investigation, and where there's evidence in WhatsApp messages which might be relevant to the investigation or allegations that have been raised. So in these situations, the employer needs to consider if and how they can access the messages, if they have a right to see them, and if they do have such right in an internal investigation or disciplinary context, can they actually consider or rely on the content of those messages? It's also really common for these queries to come up in the context of disclosure, so in a litigation context where the messages potentially contain evidence which is relevant to the claim and might be disclosable in tribunal or court proceedings. We also see data subject access requests expressed to extend to WhatsApp messages. Whether it's actually necessary to review those messages will depend on a variety of factors, including whether there's a ban on using WhatsApp for business purposes, which may suggest the employer is not the controller of the messages, and the overall proportionality of having to extract and review those messages. It's possible they might need to be included in some cases. 
However, in our experience, that's probably more of an exception than a rule. Starting with the first issue then, when can employers access an employee's WhatsApp messages? So firstly, this is going to depend on whether the messages are held on an employee's work device or a personal device, and it isn't a straightforward answer, unfortunately. So for work phones, whilst WhatsApp messages on there are, in theory, just like any other work messaging system, such as a work email, there are questions over exactly how the law applies in terms of an employer's right of access and inspection. Practically, work phones are not on a central server, so the employer needs to get hold of the physical device to access the messages. As we know from recent high-profile cases covered in the media, WhatsApp messages can also be accidentally wiped and unrecoverable, which will happen when a phone is accidentally dropped off the side of a boat into the North Sea, just taking one example. From a UK GDPR perspective, WhatsApp messages are also more likely to contain personal information, as people generally see WhatsApp as more private than other work messaging systems, and so employers need to be very careful about what they might be reviewing. If the WhatsApp messages are on a personal phone, employers would need the employee's permission to see them. Not only will the employee need to physically give the employer the device unlocked and open to view the messages, but from a legal perspective, employers would need the employee's consent to look at the messages. And there are some serious consequences and risks of criminal prosecution if employers get this part wrong. So, assuming the employer has physical access to the device and the messages, how do employers then consider if they have a right to see them and rely on them? So as a general rule of thumb, employees using messaging services might have a reasonable expectation of privacy over those messages, more so than other forms of communication, such as work email. Everyone has a right to privacy under Article 8 of the European Convention of Human Rights, but this does depend on whether the employee has a reasonable expectation of privacy over the messages. There's emerging case law on this topic which has shown that this expectation of privacy might be limited or lost in certain circumstances, such as where the employee is subject to professional standards or codes of conduct or works in a regulated environment. It might also be relevant to assess whether the messages are used in connection with the employee's duties at work or if the WhatsApp messages contain information concerning other employees or work information that may support the argument that the employee's expectation of privacy will be lost. There will then be other issues to consider, such as the subject matter of the communications, their volume, the existence of any litigation between the parties, the employer's contractual and policy position on these types of communications at work, and whether the employee has been notified of the possibility that WhatsApp messages might be requested to be seen by the employer. Okay, so does the position change if the WhatsApp messages are clearly of a personal nature but still on a work device? As I mentioned before, work phones are really tricky. Employers should proceed with caution even if they come into possession of employee messages on a work device. A lot of this will come down to how cooperative the employee is with an ongoing investigation and if they're willing to share the messages. Just because WhatsApp messages are on a work device doesn't mean that the employer has a right to see them and use them. The facts and context of each case will be relevant to assess whether the employer has a right to see and use them. And again, this is going to come down to the employee's expectation of privacy over the messages. Even on a work device, employees might assume a higher level of privacy with WhatsApp than other work messaging systems. And the messages might well contain extremely sensitive information about the employee and others, such as family or friends. 
Because of this, the information from the messages needs to be treated with the highest degree of care. And there are various steps an employer will need to take, including, firstly, only asking for access to the messages where there are good grounds to believe that the particular device or account holds relevant information to the investigation or facts of the case and generally where the investigation is of a sufficiently serious nature so the employer is not asking for access for something trivial or minor. Next, the employer will need to ensure that only relevant information is extracted from the device or account and any irrelevant information is either not extracted or it is immediately destroyed. In addition, and this might be an obvious one, but it's imperative that employers ensure that any information extracted is held securely and with limited access controls. And finally, any prudent employer would then document this arrangement for the access in case of challenge. That's a lot to consider and it sounds like it should be approached on a case-by-case -case basis. Are there any cases where the courts or tribunals have looked at this? And I expect we might see these issues arise more in the future given the popularity of use. Yes, that's right. There was a case by the Outer House of the Scottish Court of Session, which is broadly similar to the English High Court, in 2019, which looked at the issue of the right to privacy over WhatsApp messages. That case arose out of an investigation into sexual offences within the Scottish Police Force. During that investigation, a number of offensive WhatsApp messages were found on a phone belonging to a police officer, which formed part of a group chat between other police officers and included comments which were sexist, racist, anti-Semitic, homophobic and mocking of disability. When misconduct charges were brought against the police officers involved, they argued they had a right to privacy over the messages, but the court held that whilst there is a general right to privacy over co correspondence between individuals, the right to privacy may be limited in some cases by professional standards. In this case, the court found that the police officers are required to comply with a set of standards of personal conduct, which apply both to their professional and private lives. And since the messages were in breach of those professional standards, they could not have an expectation of privacy in relation to them. I think that was one of the first cases in the UK to consider the use of WhatsApp messages in a disciplinary context. Might the same limitation on the right to privacy apply to other professions which are subject to minimum standards of conduct, so regulated roles, senior execs, medical professionals or solicitors, for example? And the answer to that is potentially yes, but again, it all comes down to the facts and circumstances of each case. There's also another case that I think it's worth mentioning, that's from January 2023, where the UK High Court rejected an application for strikeout against a claimant bringing a misuse of private information claim against her former employer who had accessed her private WhatsApp messages and then used them in subsequent tribunal proceedings. Here, the court found that the claimant had a reasonable expectation of privacy in her WhatsApp messages and there was no authority to support the argument that private information, which was then downloaded to a work device, lost its private character. The court also noted that given the obviously private nature of the messages in this case, there was an immediate duty on the employer to notify and deliver up the messages to the claimant. So other than a breach of Article 8 and the right to privacy, what other claims could an employee have if an employer was to wrongly access or rely on private personal WhatsApp messages? So in addition to data protection liability, an employer's monitoring activities could, depending on the circumstances, breach the duty of trust and confidence implied into an employee's contract of employment, and that could give the employee a claim for a constructive unfair dismissal. 
Now, we know that many employers permit employees to use WhatsApp and other instant messaging tools at work, not just to communicate with colleagues, but also with clients and third parties. And in fact, there's an increasing expectation from our clients to correspond via WhatsApp and instant messaging tools on occasion. So this is something happening across many sectors and industries. Are there any other issues that employers need to consider if their employees are using WhatsApp or similar chat tools at work? Firstly, as I mentioned earlier, the professionalism of WhatsApp communications might be an issue in some circumstances. Simply due to the instant messaging nature of WhatsApp or other messaging tools, standards of professionalism and usual corporate etiquette can be lost or reduced. Whilst emails are typically more formal, instant messaging on the same platform as one speaks to friends and family can lead to a more conversational, less formal, a more relaxed style and tone. In the right circumstances, this can be appropriate and indeed much more efficient than email, but it could also lead to conduct issues or inappropriate language being used. As employment lawyers, on many occasions, we've seen individuals feel regretful over their choice of words or tone or style of communication on email and written messages when these are subsequently being analysed by lawyers in the context of a workplace dispute. Messages that seem amusing or a good idea late at night or at the end of the Christmas party can be much less funny in the cold light of day. This is particularly the case for WhatsApp messages given they can include emojis, GIFs and photos, all of which may well be prone to misinterpretation. We haven't seen a tribunal having to grapple with the meaning of the aubergine emoji just yet, but it may only be a matter of time. That's why we always advise you should only send messages you'd be happy for others to read out without the context. It's much easier said than done, we acknowledge that, particularly during the heat of the moment and in busy times. There are also divides amongst workforces over the reliance on these types of communication tools. We're seeing that younger generations of the workforce might typically prefer to communicate with colleagues via instant messaging tools, as opposed to telephone calls or formal emails. And so these are becoming a popular and common force of workplace communication that are not always appropriate or sometimes the most efficient or suit everyone. Employers, particularly line managers, should also consider the timing and volume of messages to colleagues. The instant nature of WhatsApp messages means it might be much more efficient and appealing to send WhatsApp messages to colleagues out of normal office hours than sending an email and waiting for a response. But line managers should think about the impact this might have on employees and their mental health and the boundaries between work and personal life. Finally, employers also need to consider how to keep copies of WhatsApp messages for record keeping or for future disclosure. As I mentioned earlier, WhatsApp messages can be easily deleted and become unrecoverable, which can cause problems in future disclosure exercises, where employees are expected to take steps to ensure that any relevant documents are not destroyed or modified. And are there any specific rules for certain regulated industries to note? Yes, there are. We're not really going to cover this today, but there are a variety of specific regulatory obligations to keep records of relevant communications, and those rules potentially extend to WhatsApp messages. For example, there are obligations on financial services firms to keep records of relevant communications under CISC 10A, and obligations on energy firms to keep records of relevant communications under the remit regulations. These rules are of real interest to regulators and we recently saw Ofgem issue a significant fine for breach of them. Great advice. So, final question, are there any other top tips you can share for how employers can mitigate any risks with WhatsApp messages at work? 
My top tip would be to set out clear rules and guidelines so the expectations and boundaries around the use of WhatsApp and other instant messaging tools at work are clear to all employees. Ideally, rules and guidelines would be set out in a policy which is easily accessible alongside other key employment policies with a link to any standards of professional conduct and social media policies. Any such policies, rules or guidelines should also make clear that instant messaging tools might be monitored where possible or requested access and misuse could result in disciplinary action. As the world of work evolves, these types of communications will only become more popular and they certainly have their benefits in terms of efficiency and style of communication. So it's not about trying to stop or curb usage, it's more about putting systems in place to make sure they're being used appropriately and mitigating risks. Great, thanks Sinead. And thanks to our listeners for staying with us until the end. If you've got any questions or would like to speak to Sinead about these issues further, do get in touch and stay tuned for the next episode in due course. <laughs>